Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. birdies up in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. I saved every kiss I got from you. But oh, sometimes time can weigh you down. Sometimes love, sometimes hurts. Sometimes love burns. Sometimes love hurts. Welcome to the IDP Show. I'm your host, Josh Raymer, joined in the Soad Shack tonight. On my right, Adam Markham. On my left, Bobby Reynolds. Gentlemen, how are we this evening? Doing very well this evening. How are we, gentlemen? Bobo, how goes it, man? I'm having a hard time sitting over here smelling the chick. I know. Not anything to eat. Told Get you a pool. Yeah. Get you a pool. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're going to finish all these. Get you a pool. Get you a pool right now. If you Get don't, you you're, you're going to offend me. I want one. I want one. Oh. What'd you get? I never trust a man that won't accept This is a version of who'd you get called what'd you get. That's a fast food order. Just some nuggies and some fries. No, Kept but tell, tell us the tell us the theory oh. behind what you do over here. Uh, I like we, it. We've talked about uh, sauces. Sauces are very underappreciated, I think, at, a, at most restaurants. But Chick Fil A has a very nice sauce game. They do uh, very strong. I like getting I like getting some of the ranch and the Polynesian for the fries. Yep, I'm a big fan of Chick Fil A sauce, obviously for the chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you know the uh, sweet and spicy sriracha is good. The barbecue is good. Yep. Um, they have a honey roasted barbecue. Uh, that it's goes awesome. with the grilled chicken sandwiches. That thing is is badass. It's banging. Very good. Just very good. Great establishment. Great sauces. Great service. Great food. My pleasure. It's good. It's really good. Yeah. You know, they now, got. They almost got canceled not too long ago and stuff. But I mean, the food is just really. Good. It's too good. It's too we, good. We man. have a third location now. Of course, they have to open up your favorite location close to your workplace. That's right. They've been shutting it down for uh, renovations, renovations, and they are gutting that thing. That's been tough. It's been a big adjustment for me. What have you been eating for lunch now? I'm always so curious. Yeah, nothing's been just tears. His, I mean, yeah, turkey sandwiches. And, <laughs> oh God, this that is, place is not. We got to get this place reopened. That Bobo. place is not going to operate any better though until you get that drive-through figured out. Yeah, dude, that place looks like a NASCAR. It's a mess. It's a mess. Oh, it's hilarious. Going four wide in the corners. <laughs> we love you, Chick Fil A. We do love a Chick Fil A sponsorship. I don't know if they sponsor IDP podcasts or not, they but should. if they did, or they're looking. We would definitely be open to that. So, welcome in. Glad you guys are here. The uh, free agency period is starting to wind down. Uh, there's still some signings trickling in, Bobo. I think we have almost as many signings, if not more, from this second wave and some big notable names that got signed. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones here to talk about tonight, too. You look, and, you look great. You look well, uh, you. you look rested. You look a little tan. Mm, freaking yes. hot. Where you been? I did go to the beach. Oh, look at him. Some beach somewhere. <laughs> Toes in the sand, ass in the sand. My whole body's in the sand. Someone please help. Uh, I think is how that song goes when I'm involved. Uh, yeah, it was good. It was very good. Did you see that about a week ago they caught a great white in Orange Beach? Well, that's wow. scary. Yeah, like pulled him in to the shore. 
I guess a great white is not supposed to be like. I'm saying. Why like, would they do that? I'm saying that you like it was just like a shoreline fisherman. It wasn't like deep sea. They like. I guess he was pretty close to the wow. waves. I think that's a great white. We should pull it into shore <laughs> to be sure. No, it was at night. Still, that's even worse because then you can't see it. It's just pretty creepy that there's a great white like in the Gulf oh, yeah. of Mexico. Yeah. Ocean's pretty scary. Oh, yeah, dude, we don't mess no with that. Yeah. I'll stick with the pool. Thank you very much. Yeah. Years ago, I went to Puerto Rico, and we went on a little nighttime cruise, like an hour straight out into the ocean. And they pretty much told us all to jump in because there were these, like, dinoflagellates that when you got in the water, oh, the yeah. organisms, like, glue. And it was, like, really anticlimactic. It was like, are they glowing or is y'all sprinkling, like, some... <laughs> Some dust in here. Yeah, some it sparkly was, dust. It's like, let me get back in this stupid Throw Throwing some glow man. sticks and some, uh, yeah. Anyways, even as a young man, I knew better. I knew old Bob didn't need to be out in the ocean. Right. Yeah, something down there. PM. PM. <laughs> I just feel like I'm waiting for an ankle to be grabbed oh, and yeah. pulled down into the abyss. Now, no, thank you. I don't like water. I'm not a water guy. I don't know about y'all. Lakes, nope. oceans. I'm not good. a lot about the beach that appeals to me. It's a good time. Y'all pool boys? Like a good sure, pool, sure, yeah, yeah. Pool's pool's fine. Yeah. I like all. I like most bodies of water. <laughs> bass, <laughs> hot tubs. Yeah. Draw you a nice bath. Sure. The creek. Sure. Y'all say draw. Y'all use that. That's my granny saying. Draw you a bath. You want draw me to you draw bath. you a bath? It's like I ain't got no pencils or paper, Granny. You good wash. Oh yeah. yeah. This has been country talk. Yeah, this has been country lingo with uh, Bobby, you look Josh, great, and Josh. Eddie. Well, you look thank great. you. I, I did. Allie did tell me I got some sun, mm-hmm. so I don't ever like to hear that because this body nah. does not need to be sun kissed. The uh, that means my sunscreen's failing me, and I got to upgrade. Mm-hmm. So I got to check the expiration date to see if that stuff was out of date. <laughs> I should at, not be getting sun. What are we looking at 150 SPF. <laughs> I do get 100, and it. I don't think it makes much of a difference <laughs> past 50. <laughs> Well, we're excited you all are here. We are going to do a free agency recap for the round two of signings since we last talked with y'all. And then we're going to discuss some ADP wild cards. We have been gathering the ADP data from the best ball drafts that we've been doing. Mm -hmm. And some really interesting players are starting to emerge. Guys that have um, a standard deviation that is larger than some of their other Highly drafted players, so guys with a really high like earliest pick and a really low latest pick. So there's a big gap in how these players are being viewed across drafts, and we're going to talk about them tonight, some ADP wild cards to see what we think about these guys with these kind of large variances and where they're being taken. But gentlemen, we sent out a little bit of a listener Q&A thread on the website theidpshow.com paid supporters we send out a Q&A thread every couple weeks in the off season that'll be every week during the season so we got a couple questions so let's start off with some questions tonight gentlemen Addy this first one is for you comes from Jesse he said in your dynasty rankings for linebackers Jordan Hicks is 83 of 85 doesn't that seem a bit low? I know he is 30 years old, but as of today, he appears to be a three-down starter for this year and could contribute on the Vikings or another team for a couple more years. Last year, he had 86 tackles, 43 assists, 10 passes defended, three sacks, an interception, and a forced fumble. Barring injury, I would expect similar production or a 10% drop. I just wondered why he was listed so low on the ranking. I mean, yeah, it's he's he actually got moved up a little bit. We hadn't updated all the um, 
all the rankings because we've been busy with the best ball rankings. So I did get in there and do a little bit of an update, but he's still not that high. He's still where, where did he move to? Linebacker seventy, maybe. Okay. He is, he's going to be thirty one when the season starts. Um, he's just a guy. I just kind of see him as yeah I feel replacement like, level linebacker. I feel like to to be productive and secure, he's going to need an injury because I feel like Minnesota is going to bring somebody in. Um, whether that be you know another free agent that's out there lingering or someone through the draft, they have a, quite a few picks. But yeah, I mean, just it's he's thirty one. You know, you're not going to be targeting this guy in, in a startup at all. Yeah, unless it's you're talking like one of the last few rounds. Yeah, I mean, if you're on the list, you're solid. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, just the fact that he's out there. But yeah, it's the age. It's the fact that he got benched last year. Um, and he just we've seen the best of of Jordan Hicks. He's not someone that. What can you get for Jordan Hicks? Is anyone it, is anyone going to give you a fifth I, round? I think pick he's for maybe Hicks? out there on a lot of waivers, probably. So I mean, a lot of this list is going to be mm-hmm. kind of with that stuff factored in. Factored in, like what what do people value? Mm-hmm. What can I get in trades for 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 IDPs? Mm-hmm. Um, and so if 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 what you know the market is a fifth round pick. At best for that guy, maybe a twenty twenty four. I mean, I don't even. I don't. I wouldn't give up a twenty third, fifth. No, mm-hmm. no. So I mean, when you start talking about stuff like that, I mean, he's just not valuable to me. I mean, he's probably waiver wire five. Yeah, he's going to be. I mean, and we're going to be hiring him in best ball. Mm-hmm. He's he's um you know he's probably I'd say sixty to fifty for us in the best ball ranks. Um, but yeah, dynasty wise, man, it's just he's not someone I'm targeting. Yeah. Anymore. It's it feels like the trap door could fall open under Jordan Hicks at any point, Bobo. I felt that way for the last two years. Like even in Arizona, you probably should have been thankful that it was like, oh wow, Hicks is still relevant, you know. And then even last year, it was like, oh my gosh, Hicks is still relevant, and I probably don't have a lot of draft capital in him. Just be thankful for the last couple of years, you know. Just move on because he's at that point to where it's going to be a Zach Cunningham or like a Jalen Smith type situation where yeah. a year from now, dude's just out of the league. I mean, if he's on your team, you know, that's, yeah. that's good. Exactly. He's a nice little linebacker depth piece to have. Mm-hmm. Totally fine with them being on my team, but I mean, there's not going to, you're not going to have a lot of people coming after him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if I have him as like my linebacker five or six, yeah, that's, that sure. feels good. That's nice. You're not going to cut him. Yeah. No. I mean, he's, he's going to be on your team, you know, if you're in your dynasty leagues that are, you know, 45, uh, men and up. Yeah. You know, I'd say that he's going to make the cut there. Well, what's a 12 team league? Six. If he's my linebacker, six, that's 72 linebackers. Yeah. So he's somewhere in that 70 to 80 range. So, uh, yeah, just the age, the fact he was benched. I do think they'll probably take someone in the draft. I think yeah. that's how they could address this position. There's a few guys left out there, but I don't think they're going to be shopping. And there's going to be a bunch more coming in. You know, there's yep. going to be a ton of linebackers coming in that, you know, I'd say we'll probably get what, six to eight that are drafted within the first three rounds? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, almost off the bat, you're going to want any of those guys yep. over someone like Jordan Hicks. you got to think a little bit, too, about the Vikings. Like, the Vikings are kind of like the Rams in that they're tearing it down just a little bit. Yep. We just saw Thielen let go. You know, there's some talks with the other players, as we said last pod. Um, they're probably transitioning a little bit to maybe be a little bit of a younger team. You know, let's look for the future just a little bit as opposed to bringing in the the Hicks and the, you know, Old, old, old guys. Yeah. Well, there's a reason Asamoah is still penciled in right now as the starter. Yeah. Uh, alongside Hicks is because yeah, this team is doing a sort of soft reboot where it's not a full tear down. I think they're going to take their medicine. Kirk Cousins is going to be off the team next year, and they're going to try to move forward with another quarterback. Asamoah is going to be the starter. We're to the point to where 
most of the free agents, as far as linebackers, the big ones have gone. And I mean, unless they take a, you know, Jack Campbell or, you know, somebody really high in the draft, Asamoah is going to be one of the two starters, I feel like. I mean, that's just my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like a lot of the guys, like, I don't know, Asamoah is kind of similar to like Ernest Jones for me, to where at this point we've seen so many of these linebackers sign to where it's like, okay, I think we're in the clear at this yeah. point. I mean, there's not a lot of guys left to threaten. Yep. The Nakobe Deans, the Asamoas, the there's a few out there, right? You got yeah, there's there are Bobby Wagner. Mm-hmm. Um, who else was I just thinking of? There's some there's some, there's some okay ones. One that's who the Vikings are going to bring in. I mean, Bobby, Bobby Wagner, Wagner is a grenade. Like that's I'm waiting mm-hmm. for that to blow something up. I kind of have a feeling maybe the Seahawks, maybe a reunion is in the cards. Wow, yeah, I've, been, I've been hearing that. That would be fun. I think they they have been in contact. I saw that was reported. So that would be fun. Let's talk about another question here from. Coach Schneider, and we love Coach, one mm-hmm. of our favorite listeners. Uh, I believe he was subscriber number one when we launched the uh, paid support back last fall. Coach was our first ever paid supporter, so we love you, Coach. Thank you for the question. He said, so far, y'all been telling me every year about a new hotness at edge, throwing an LB or a DB if you're nasty, and I've always gone and acquired them early when they were still obtainable. Good on you, Coach. How about a name drop of who would be someone destined for a great career and most likely producing towards 2024 and beyond? Cheers, Legends. This is a great question. This is a good one. So the way I looked at this is I'm going defensive line. Because I think it's hard to say if we're looking for who's going to produce, not necessarily this year, but more 2024 and beyond. I have a hard time saying if a linebacker doesn't pop now and 2024 is the year I'm banking on, Mm -hmm. that's tough. Because I'm looking at guys that have already been in the league at least one year, so this will be their second year at least. So I just don't feel as comfortable projecting linebackers because as we know this is a more replaceable position so I looked at this as defensive line and I'm looking at it as guys because we know that position takes a little while to develop takes a little while to learn that craft so the two names that came to my mind were both from the AFC South how about Dio Odangbo Mm -hmm. defensive end opposite Quiddy Pay now they brought in Samson Ebucam but they also lost Unique Ngakwe um, and then I also thought, Bubba, one of your favorites, the number one overall pick. How about Trayvon Walker? Yeah. I think we could see a better 2023 from Walker, mm-hmm. but I could see him really taking a big step in 2024. I love that because, honestly, I feel like Trayvon Walker's trade value has probably never been less than it is right now. He kind of started off the season, even like maybe three-fourths of the season, pretty down. You know, didn't really do a whole lot. But then even Greg Rosenthal, I think, talked late towards the end of last year that – the coaching scheme um, for Trayvon changed a little bit towards the back half of the season. They started to see a little bit of a, um, you know, a different role for him, and he was playing a little bit better for them. So I love that. As crazy as it would sound that the 101 in the NFL draft would be maybe a an attainable buy, I mean, it's a good team. You're playing opposite a good player in Josh Allen. and um, You are a freaky, all-time <laughs> freaky athlete. What would it take to get Trayvon Walker right now? A third? A third, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what came to mind for me. And that's probably, he was probably drafted mid-second to mid-third, I would say, sometime last year. Yep. Um, a third would be stealing, honestly. I, yeah. I would love to have You can Trayvon go get Trayvon Walker for a third. I love that. Because mm-hmm. I think you're going to see dividends this year, 
but you could really see a big year from him 2024 onward. And then Odangbo, same idea, second-round pick out of Vandy, had a knee injury coming out, uh, played a lot better last year in a limited role, and I could see him taking a big step forward. Uh, Ebicam is just depth along yeah. that line, um, but I think Odangbo could be sort of a hidden gem that gives you like nice DL2-3 type of value. Mm-hmm. What do you got, Addy? Anybody coming to mind? We've talked about Osamoa. That's a great one. Uh, Troy Anderson, someone that I'm targeting in pretty much every dynasty league uh, that I'm in. Um, also, I want to position myself to maybe have a shot at Jack Campbell uh, in this upcoming draft. Um, Drew Sanders, you mm-hmm. know, I I feel like you're going to have to probably use a, a late second round to get one of those guys. Um, but those would be the linebackers that I'm I'm really interested in dynasty wise. Um, yeah, what about you, Bob? Yeah, I love that. Troy Anderson's a good one. Um, you know, all the hot top, t- hot topic. Wow, that's hilarious. It's it, a great store. My favorite store. Right great now store. is uh, Caden Ellis. But, yeah, everybody's kind of forgetting about Troy just a little bit. It might be a good time to go and acquire him. Um, Wade Walker's another one I need to add. He's yeah. going to potentially explode. That's a yep. good one. Um, I'm going to go different. I'm going to go defensive interior, and uh, Adam will probably agree, but Milton Williams. Yep. I think we've seen enough. I think we've seen little shades of uh, – shades of really really good play from Milton and now we're going to have opportunity there with a couple guys walking in free agency I think Milton's going to see more snaps this year I think he's actually a really good player not only in the NFL but also for IDP he's going to see a lot of NFL snaps he's going to get us a lot of IDP points Um, he can actually rush the passer from the inside which is um, pretty difficult to do you know Aaron Donald is the you know only player Jarrell Casey Quinnen Williams Jeffrey Simmons Chris Jones at times has played inside. Those are the guys that can potentially get to the quarterback. But the list of guys at defensive tackle who can actually get sacks are pretty small. There's only, uh, you know, a half dozen or so of those guys. Milton Williams is a guy that I've probably been overdrafting in these best balls, and the the ADP will show here soon. But, man, I think uh, you better be early on Milton because if not, this year could get away from you and his, uh, his value is too high. Love it. So there you go, Coach. A few names to target there. Dax Hill, defensive back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stepping into a nice opportunity. We're going to talk a lot about of fun that. corners Nick out Scott. there. Nick Scott's a fun one there. Yeah. Um, Nate Hobbs is a, is a fun quarterback yeah. out there. He he was really good on a points per game. It seems basis. like everybody's in already on the McDuffie talk, you McDuffie, know, with sure. uh, Sneed. Um, was just was just talking with uh, Jake Colhagen tonight about Trent McDuffie for the IDP show draft kit, mm, writing nice. up some sleepers, breakouts, and busts. So I'll leave it to your imagination which category he falls into. But don't, uh, don't forget Jordan Fuller out there. Bust. With the yeah, bust. Still love Jordan Fuller. Done. Yeah, we, we are going to talk about Nick Scott. He is in the rundown, mm-hmm. and that's a perfect that's segue. Let us get into it, gentlemen. And what we're going to do here, because these aren't as big a names as what we had last go around, I'll kind of run down the list here, and then we'll talk about any of these guys that you are interested in. But let's kick things off with the edge group. So Charles Minihue signed with the Chiefs two years, $16 million. Arden Key signs with the Titans three years, $17 million. Demarcus Walker, this one was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Three years, $21 million with the Bears. We know how desolate that defensive line is. John Kaminsky re-signed with the Lions on a two-year, $8.5 million deal. And as we mentioned, Samson Ebucam signed with the Colts, three years, $24 million. Bobo, let's start with Demarcus Walker. Mm-hmm. Kind of flew underneath the radar a little bit with the Tremaine Edmonds and uh, TJ Edwards signings there. 
that uh, Walker could be in line for a big yeah. role depending on where this team goes in the rest of free agency and the draft. We just talked about that last week, that even though they have two spicy linebackers, that their defensive line might be the worst in the NFL right now. Um, they just got done cutting your old Colts uh, defensive end. I don't even care what his name is. Aquadine Muhammad. Yeah, he's done. Um, Demarcus Walker is walking into an opportunity where he is going to see a ton of snaps. And honestly, that's a pretty healthy deal. Um, it shows that they value him a little more than just a one- or two-year deal. Demarcus Walker, three years, $21 million. Um, I really like him. I mean, potential, you know, I, I don't know where you're going to have to grab this guy at. I mean, honestly, he's probably going to be drafted right now as like a DL5. Oh, yeah. DL6 probably. And um, I feel like he has probably DL3 upside. Just I don't know how good of a player he is. I mean, he's he's decent. Um, but he's going to see a ton of play this year. He's going to have to. 32 tackles. Yep. 10 tackles for loss. Seven sacks. Wow. Yep. 72.8 PFF grade. Um, 8.9 points per game in 2022. I think solid. that ticks up north of 10, he given had, the opportunity. He's going to have a hell of an opportunity there, too. Yep. He had some help last year, though. He's gonna He could be singled out a little bit with the Bears. Maybe. Yeah, a little bit of help. I mean, you know, he didn't have Harold Landry. That's true. That's true. That's true. Had Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah. So then Danico Autry was doing his thing for a little bit. Yeah, Autry was Rashad, okay. Uh, Shad Weaver, you know, not 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 a Bud Dupree get cut. Yeah, not a fierce not a crew, crew. <laughs> yeah. by any means. I guess you're I guess you're right. But uh let's talk about Thanks, Addy. Addy Seb Samson Ebucam. <laughs> got the biggest deal of the bunch. Three years, twenty four million, so APY of eight million per year. Um 7.7 7 points per game in 2022, 63.7 overall grade. Um, that was a surprise. Surprise uh, with the contract, right? Yeah, it seemed a little little rich. Yeah. I mean, your boy, um, OO. Ogbonia. Yeah. I mean, he got a, a bargain. Brown's got a bargain deal. <laughs> yes. You know, Colts. I mean, this was like day two or three, too, right? Yeah, we always sit back and wait till the, you know, the, the grocery aisle has been picked over, and then we just go in and take the scraps. And yeah, this is pay a, I mean, full price pay, for it. Pay for yeah. a kicker, richest free agent deal for. We signed Isaiah McKenzie today. Yeah, signed Gardner Minshew. Wow, I hate this time. But again. I mean, I you know I have been more impressed with Ebby Cam in the last few years. So I mean, he should get a little larger of a role there. I mean, there's I'm, still a lot of talent there in Indy. I'm um, less excited about Ebucam than I was about Ngakwe. You just mentioned your boy, you know. Yeah, Dio Dengbo. Ebucam is pretty good uh, rotationally, but this isn't rotational money. Three years for $24 million, Yeah. Um, that's starter money. Now, you know, Quiddy Pay has struggled with health. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, there could be some nice little spot starts for Ebucam. Mm -hmm. You know, he is going to be slotting right next to DeForest Buckner and – um, if if Grover Stewart can come back this year, you know, and that defense can be okay. It depends on the health of you know Leonard. I think is important, but yeah. they've got pieces there. You've got Ebicam, you got Odangbo, you've got uh, DeForest Buckner, Grover Stewart, Woody Pay. You brought it up. You want Oboe or Ebicam more this year? IDP. I would say Oboe. Oboe. Yep. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Just because I think I would rather have Odangbo. Let uh, Ebucam get overdrafted because yeah. I mean, we can, I can pull up the ADP to see where Odengbo's going compared to Ebucam, but I would bet Ebucam's going higher. Uh, now I mm -hmm. bet he is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We've already got what, what, like nine of those done? Nine drafts in the books. Yep. Yeah, it's 
been a blast. Yeah. Still rolling. Too. Yeah. Still rolling. Yep. Just, just launched another one today. Just yep. launched 16. So this is for our UK-based listeners. If you are based in the UK and you want to draft, Aaron is heading that one up. So uh, give him a shout. I know Jace is going to be in that one. They're reaching out to Tom Kissingberry as well. So it uh, should be a nice little crew they're putting together for that draft. So reach out to him. It's a platinum draft, so that means if it's – Free to subscribers of the idpshow.com. We're putting forth the $10 pot, so come do some best ball. It is such a good learning tool, too. I mean, everyone's yep. told us that is not an expert, of course, um, that they have been learning just a ton, just from the, the amount of players being drafted. But also, like, these rooms are usually filled with pretty decent, you know, IDP players. Yep. And um, we're all having to draft 31 different guys, so just, you know, to be able to kind of see what what people like us that are uh, freaks about it are doing, I think that's really valuable. And we we share what we what we can, but um, you know we're in the chat talking to and and you know talking shop and talking ball, making memories, and uh, it's special. Just it's special. dudes dudes talking about bros. Yeah, I mean you know some of these are one dollar to five dollars, and yep. Some are free. free. All you have to do is subscribe to the website. That's all we ask. It's essentially free rankings. It's basically there's everybody else in your league telling you where they value basically 320 IDP players. One to 320. Yep. Here's who we like the most. Here's who we like at DL2. It's really, really educational, honestly. Because the other thing is, is like we all have the guys we like. We all have the guys that we gravitate to. You know, Nick Bolton, Stan over here, Jalen Phillips. I don't know who Josh's guy is going to be for this year. Probably David Long. But, um, you know, it is kind of – it's hard not to draft those guys. I do find that to where I'm like, I don't need to draft uh, Nick Bolton here. I need to see where everybody else is kind of valuing, uh, you know, some of these later DBs at. Do you find yourself doing that also? Or do you just like, I got to get my guy. I got to get my guys. I got you. It's true. I did have the third pick uh, in best ball number nine today. Yeah. Um, Who'd you go? Foyer. Nice. I didn't have any foyer. No foyer shares? No foyer, so I took foyer. That's, Love it. That's what's nice, too, is if you don't have shares of certain players in your dynasty leagues mm-hmm. and you want to build up a little bit of a portfolio and grab some different guys, this is a great way to do that. You're draft and done. You don't have to manage these leagues at all. It's the best part of fantasy football, the draft. And uh, I've really enjoyed it because I have a chance to grab guys that there's no way I would be getting them in our other leagues. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of fun. It's Check it the out. Best guys. Check it out. The IDP show.com. Uh, the IDP show draft kit. We mentioned the ADP will be in there. And I'd say by the time that goes live on May 1st, we'll probably have 15 to 20 drafts in the books. And, and this that, ADP will only get better as the off season rolls along. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's going to be the best ADP in the industry. And Absolutely. We'll, and we'll have rookies in there here in a couple weeks. That's right. And it doesn't matter if it completely matches your scoring. It doesn't matter. Like mm-hmm. we, you want good players. That's good right. players translate yep. uh, with every single scoring. So Don't get wrapped around the axle with scoring, folks. You'll be fine. That's a forest for the trees situation. Mm-hmm. Come maybe, hang out in the forest. It's cool. Maybe if your tackles are like 20 points. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no one gives a shit about the scoring <laughs> stuff. Like I keep yeah. seeing people want to have discussions about it. Like, no one cares. No yeah. one. No one cares. How nope. often do the offensive guys talk about, oh, PPR, standard? No, you still want JT and Justin Jefferson. Good players translate. I think that's a good way to put it. So come join us, theidpshow.com. We've got those drafts rolling all the time. If you're based in the UK, you want to draft, hit up Aaron on Twitter. Speaking of Aaron, folks, we should give a shout-out as well to the IDP After Show. 
We are rebranding the website podcast for all of our website contributors. So be sure to check that out. The first episode is going to be dropping here soon. We've got Evan and Jake and Jace and Lee and Aaron and Jeff in there. So it's going to be sort of a rotating cast of who's hosting those episodes, what the content is going to be, the format of the episodes, but some really good ideas flowing and I'm excited for a little spinoff pod, Bobo. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. We got some good guys linked up this year. I was really impressed last week with uh, with Macri and old Jake. Jake knows his it's stuff, a good episode. Man. Listen to that one on the beach. Jake's impressive. So way to rub it in. Check it out. It was a good time. I was uh, had the headphones He's on like, on the uh, beach. I'm working on my ranks. Listening to podcasts, watching NCAA. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was better. Very, it was annoying. It was super yeah. annoying. Super was annoying. Like, he wasn't golfing at all. I haven't had a day off in like a month. <laughs> yeah. Don't be mad at me because you guys never take vacations. It's like 28 degrees that? in the morning and then 85 when you go home. Your head's just pounding in Kentucky. Let's move to the next def- defensive <laughs> group here, which is interior defensive line. Talk about some of the signings here in round two of free agency. Fletcher Cox re-signed with the Eagles one year, 10 million dollar deal dalvin tomlinson signed with the browns four years i'm sorry signed with the browns four years 52 million i think we hit this one briefly on the last episode bobo Mm -hmm. Uh, but sheldon rankin signed with the texans one year 9.75 million and then larry oganjobi re-signed with the steelers three years 28.75 million dollar deal so any of these move the needle for you boys? Not really. Nah. In fact, I'd like to even bump back up to talk about Arden Key for yeah. a second. Okay, let's talk I about Arden Key for a well. second. That's pretty solid for Tennessee, I think. I yeah. mean, Arden Key is a guy that uh, he's going to be, I think he's 26. So, I mean, he's just really kind of starting to enter his prime, but he's he's improved every single year. Um, and I think that this year he may see the most <laughs> opportunity of his career. I agree. Um because who knows what what how Harold Landry is? I mean, they could want to ease him back in. You know, he is under contract for a while. They want to make sure that knee is good. Um, but then, you know, outside of that, like Bud Dupree's gone now. Mm-hmm. Demarcus Walker's gone now. There's just not a lot of talent. Weaver still there. Weaver still there. Yeah. He's okay. That's, that's fine. That's a sneaky little move there by Tennessee. Yeah, in the in division. That is strange. I kind of wanted to talk also, you brought up Foyer. Did y'all see that Foyer's contract got restructured not too long ago? Mm-hmm. So it looks like maybe he's a little more safe for maybe another year or so than we thought. Those yeah. restructures happen a lot. They just convert that base salary into a signing bonus so they can work that cap hit. I think it was Ben shared the picture of the Saints cap hits, Mm -hmm. and it's like $1 million for all their top players. And they just push that money into like 2028 and beyond. It's hilarious some of the cat practices these they teams employ. One of these days, they're going to have to pay you that. <laughs> Are they, though? Just keep kicking it, and the cap's going to keep going the, up. Yeah, maybe not. The Bobby Bonilla deferred comp. Yes. Uh, 90-year contract or whatever that. it is. Smart, Bobby. All right, so defensive tackle, we don't really care. Let's talk about linebackers because that is a position group that the folks love, as we know. So, a lot of signings here, a lot of names. We'll dig into Levante David, re-signed with the Bucks, one year, $7 million deal. This was a very sneaky one. Speaking of the te- uh, the Titans, I like this one a lot. Aziz Alshair signed with the Titans one year, five million dollars. Leighton Vander Esch re-signed with the Cowboys two years, eight million. Drew Tranquil, because why not? We're back in hell with the Chiefs one year, five million dollar deal. Devin Bush signed with the Seahawks one year, three point five million. Cole Holcomb, the mullet, headed to Pittsburgh. Three years, $18 million. That's a big number mm-hmm. compared to some of these other amounts that we've seen so far. 
Corey Littleton signs with the Texans, one-year deal. Kaiser White, Cardinals, two years, 10. Nicholas Morrow just signed with the Eagles, one-year deal. Big Bob, Robert Spillane, signed with the Raiders, two-year, $7 million deal. And Sione Takitaki re-signed with the Browns, one-year, $2.5 million. Addie, who do you want to start with out of this group? I guess Al Shear. That's mm-hmm. the big winner for me right there. I love this signing. Yeah, one-year, $5 million deal. But also, I saw where there was like some bonus incentives with it. So it could be like a much more outrageous deal. Like I think more like in like the 7 to $8 million range. So that's pretty good. I mean, you know, all he's got uh, – the only competition he's got there is Monty Rice, mm-hmm. um, who, I mean, I don't really – I don't really consider much of a threat. I mean, he was solid for IDP, but he's just um, a guy. And also, you know, the Titans, Titans GM now was the former GM of San Fran, so he's familiar with Aziz Alshier. He mm-hmm. used a second round ten, uh, tender on him in in twenty twenty one. So, um, yeah, he, he's going to probably push for Alshier to be the guy out there. Uh, but he's, he, even if not, I think Alshier is actually good. You know, he was just stuck mm-hmm. behind Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw. Yes. So, um, yeah, Alshier, he probably saw his value increase maybe more than anyone. Because I feel like he was like in that probably LB 50 to 60 range, and now you're going to be seeing him drafted, I think, as like a LB 3, 4 type. Mm-hmm. You know, like I a, agree. Like a, in the LB 30 to 40 range. Yeah, I agree. Bobo, big winner, big loser. Looking at this list, who jumps out to you? I agree with Adam. I think Aziz could be like an LB 2 for you this year, maybe. I really like that for the Titans. Um, big winner, I don't know, this is going to sound so gross, but I'm still kind of interested in Devin Bush to the Seahawks. Yeah, I know that's really weird to say because he's played so poorly in Pittsburgh, but we've talked about it. Cody Barton's gone. Um, please stop drafting Jordan Brooks. Devin Bush is going to see the field in 2023. One-year prove-it deal there. Um, we know that some yucky – Linebacker play in Seattle can still get us some IDP points. So as gross as it may feel to actually grab Devin Bush for some of your squads this year, I think it could actually pay some dividends for you. I could be completely wrong, but with what you're probably going to have to use to grab Bush, even if you are wrong, it's probably not going to cost yeah, you a whole who lot. who cares? Yep. Yeah, um, that, that one worries me just because I want to see where Bobby Wagner signs. There's not a lot of teams left that make sense for BWAG, so mm-hmm. I could still see Detroit – uh, but Seattle kind of looms out there as a possibility. Um, let's talk about a big winner for me, and then we'll talk about kind of the fallout because I don't think the, the second player I want to bring up is a loser necessarily, but it's a loser for the existing assets on that team. But Cole Holcomb, yep. I think, got the most money out of all these linebacker deals. 18, yeah, $18 million is the most. And uh, I know Macri was a little bit upset because – this is not the best team for linebacker productivity based on the scheme that they run. And his hope was just that Pittsburgh views this guy as the three down linebacker that he is. But the money tells me, Addy, especially in relation to these other deals, uh, that Cole Holcomb should be rising up your 2023 redraft ranks because he landed in a pretty nice spot. Yes, I agree. I mean, he's he's proven to be a tackle machine um, since he's gotten his opportunity. And, yeah, he's going to have a lot of opportunity there in Pittsburgh. Also, another guy that got uh, a nice little value boost in Pittsburgh, Landon Roberts. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting to see kind of how many snaps he gets. But, I mean, if he can get 70%, mm-hmm. um, you know, in that range – 
He could be a nice little, you know, LB4. You five. said it on the last podcast, and we papered over it real quickly. You were like, oh, I'm kind of interested to see where Landon Roberts goes. And we were so busy talking about somebody else. But yeah. You, uh, you, you were, he's you were a thumper. on top of it. He's a thumper, and he, yep. he had, a, a you know, some really nice games last year. He's someone that I've been drafting in some of these best balls. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that uh, it could work out good for him, too. He's kind of the guy that's forgotten here. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, I think he also has value. And also, like, what happens if something – yeah. Were to happen to Cole. I mean, God forbid. Wheels somebody up though, somebody cuts that beautiful hair and suddenly Whoa. he loses his mojo. Yeah, so Cole Holcomb, big winner for me. But let's talk about Drew Tranquil signing with the Chiefs. It's only a one year, $5 million deal. So not necessarily big time money. I think they're looking at him as sort of a replacement for some of these guys that walked out the door. But damn it, Addy, I was hoping we could just <laughs> skate with uh, Leo Chanel, Willie Gay, and Nick Bolton. But, uh, this is a monkey wrench. This is a nightmare. Absolutely. Yeah. 14.9 points per game. <laughs> 2022, was, this dude was a baller. He was awesome. They got some uh, They got some really good uh, fantasy linebackers over here. <laughs> I mean, Nick Bolton's a baller. Um, Willie Gay's Willie good. Willie Gay's really good. Now Drew Tranquil was in the mix. Leo Chanel was probably going to be a really good IDP asset. He climbed that double-decker bus. Boy, I still get chills thinking about that. <laughs> that was an unreal display of athleticism. It was unreal. But, uh, yeah, this is – what are we doing? Are they going to trot out uh, three linebackers now? I'm like, afraid we're back. Like, it really does give me pause. I feel like we're back in that Spagnolo's in his bag of evil with, like, well, let's just play all the linebackers. Well, yeah. And nobody is – got that profitable role the dbs i feel the same about to where like all of a sudden it's like mcduffie we'll talk about mike edwards here in a little bit brian cook was kind of looking like he was coming on Justin reeds there justin reeds there i think there's another dude justin watson uh jalen watson uh jalen watson uh who's who's pretty good good also sneed legere sneed dude it's so aggravating yeah a lot of a lot of defensive backs a lot of linebackers it's probably it's probably a good time to get off is it a good time to sell Nick Bolton? I'm asking yes, for uh, yes, 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 yes. I mean, you know, you're, the consensus is you're not top the, three linebackers. You're not the person days. to ask. I need to ask you. Yeah, what, I'm just wondering: has his value dropped now because of That's the tranquil the worry, signing? Right. I think people will be hesitant to trade for him. Go oh, find man. someone Who who's. How many people were out there banging on your door anyway? Not that many. You're right. You're you right. Know? And when have we ever talked about that? It's not been a good idea to sell. Pretty much. I mean, in a lot of leagues, Bolton was probably your LB1, 2, or 3, just depending on, you know, however many sacks you yeah. got and whatnot. You had a massive sell window right when the season ended to right before free agency. I just can't help it. Yeah, and he's still, he's still yeah, good. There's certain so players much. you love having on your roster. What would you take for Bolton? What's Bolton worth today? I'm wanting a first. Yes. No one's going to give me I, that. I would mm-hmm. have a first in my mind. I would put him on the trade block and see what comes through. See so, if anybody's willing to give you a first. I feel like I'm going to have to settle for like a second and a third. Mm. And I think I'd just rather have Bolton. And also, is it going to give me a second and a third right now in this class? You know, if, if, no, if we start hyping up the Jack Campbells and Drew Sanders. That could be a really and, nice edge rusher and, uh, yeah, one of those nice linebackers. But you've got Nick Bolton. Yeah, but there's... It's muddy now, man. A lot of linebackers in there. I yep. guess. Sometimes I just rather have the guy. But you're right. You're right. Now there's, now there's muddy water. Muddy water.
Let's talk about not Muddy Water, Levante David. I think he stays about the same where he was. Yeah. Devin White, I think status quo with him coming back to Tampa Bay. I was very surprised. They were $46 million over the cap. So as Macri said, cap is cap. Yeah. I'm not buying into the salary cap anymore. Other teams blew it with that one. Yeah. With LVE, I think the Cowboys probably bring in a linebacker. I've seen a lot of linebackers pegged to them in a lot of these mocks. Yeah. yeah. That's just, that. he's a nice, he's a nice kind of waiver wire fill in. He'll be relevant at some point. There's just still a lot of people out there that think LVE is better than he really is. Like he's he was okay. Like be thankful that last year he stayed healthy. Um, he's not going to be that again this year. What about Damone Clark? You guys in on Damone Clark? I like Damone Clark. He's I, interesting. I like him a lot. Joey the Tooth loves him some Damone Clark. Mm-hmm. So he's always drafting that piques my interest. I just see them bringing somebody um, in, good making eye. a splash. I wanted to bring it up because I did pull up the ADP. Just going back to that edge group once more. Don't do uh, it. Ebucam is oh. going as DL ninety two. And Dio was going as uh, DL75. So Dio was going earlier than Ebucam, but it looks like Ebucam is trending up and uh, Dio is trending down. So I wouldn't be surprised if maybe come like uh, May or June, we actually see this flip. I will say with Ebucam, it was nice to see him leave because of uh, Drake Jackson. I've got quite a bit of Drake shares, and uh, I yes. think he elevates I've got a little bit. Drake in a going. ton of these drafts. So yep. very, very excited. For his opportunity. Let's talk about the grossness of Kaiser White. I was just gonna I was gonna give you the solo cam, Bobo. Zaven season, Isaiah Simmons love. Um, I don't know what to think of this. Talk about muddy. Honestly, it may be okay because Kaiser White and Zaven are probably gonna play linebacker, and this probably is a little bit more indicative that um Isaiah Simmons is gonna roam. He's gonna play some slot, he might play a little bit of safety. And honestly, like Jalen Thompson and Buddha. Didn't play that great this year. I don't think they move on from Buddha, but I'm not so sold on Jalen Thompson that Isaiah Simmons couldn't start to maybe see more of a safety role. I think maybe the Cardinals could figure out how to use all these guys, you know, together a little bit better. I'm not worried at all about, honestly, about either of them. And maybe that's just me playing IDP with blinders on because of how I feel about these two guys. But I'm really not worried about Zavin or Isaiah Simmons. Adam, you might be different than me. No, but. I agree. I mean, I, I that's kind of exactly how I think about the situation. I feel like Zavin is going to be more the TJ Edwards type. Yeah. Um, and I've even I've even been listening to the coaches talk, and this is all coach speak, but mm-hmm. I mean, they're all talking about how excited they are about Zavin, how they you know they value him as a playmaker and how electric he is. So, yeah. uh, sounds like they're excited about him. Um, you know, this is just his third year. I think mm-hmm. we we did see encouraging signs from him in year two. Uh, Zavin's also a golfer. Oh, wow. that's why you love him. Let's get to the real heart of the issue Him here. and J.J. Watt play golf a ton. Nice. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's nice. He, he caddied for J.J. Watt in one of these events they do, these little pro-am deals. Yeah, yeah. Are you sold on the whole mentality of, well, they might use Zavin off the edge a little bit more? I could see that. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Devin honestly. White type of role, pin I mean, your ears back. I just think Get that, those pass rushing opportunities. That team doesn't really have a ton of defensive talent right now. It's going to be hard for them to take Zavin and Isaiah Simmons and off the field And this shouldn't right be super surprising. The no new Zach head coach Allen. was the defensive coordinator for the Eagles. So yeah, that's true. Could just be a familiarity type of depth piece. Marcus Golden kind of took a step back last year. And he's gone. Yeah. My Jay Sanders. Cameron is, Thomas. He's okay. Cameron Thomas is fun. Yeah. Um, They got that third pick, though. Oh, yeah. Is that going to be Will Anderson? That is going to be Will Anderson. Every mock. Now, unless they trade back and they trade themselves out of the Will Anderson range, because I think Will Anderson is the first non-quarterback to go. So do they trade to four? 
Uh, do they trade to five? Like, where do they go? Because I'm seeing Levis fall yeah. later in the draft now. I don't think it's a slam dunk that four QB, four QBs go one, two, three, four. Yeah. So I think Will Anderson to the Cardinals, if they stay at three, yes. I think that'd be a lot of fun. That would be nice. That'd, that'd be, be a great pick for it them. Needs to great happen. landing spot. And with as weird as Jonathan Gannon is with the pew, pew, pew and the whole yeah. awkward kind of interaction with his players, that – Philadelphia defensive line was sick last year. So mm-hmm. if they can restock the pantry with some talent, love Will Anderson's caliber, I'm very interested. It's a shame that J.J. Watt retired because he was yeah. awesome last year. He was. Like, especially that second half of the year. And I know he, he, he knew that he was hanging up, I guess. But, I mean, that guy was playing better than he has in like three, four years. Yep. Shame know, to see him go. I know. I know. We, I know we talked about everybody but Kazir. Y'all interested in Kazir at all? Yeah, a little bit. Sure. And these best balls, like yep. I'll take them. You know, late. Let's see where he's going. I'm not late because you're going to have to take a top, you know, 50 Mm -hmm. pick on him at this point, right? He's an LB. He's LB 60 right now. Okay. And that's that's going to go up. But that's going to go up. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Let's talk about real quick. Corey Littleton, Texans. Not really interested in Littleton, but this does kind of make me feel a little bit more confident in Christian Harris. mm Mm-hmm. Because we said I I thought for sure the Texans were going to bring in. I thought they were going to be the Bears. Yeah, I thought we were going to see them go get the Tremaine and the TJ Edwards, these kind of big name brand kind of linebackers, and they really haven't. So yeah. could they go add someone in the draft? Absolutely. But, hey, so far I think uh, Christian Harris has avoided the landmines that were out there. That team stinks. It's stinky. Got rid of Brandon Cooks for a <laughs> bit. <laughs> it did. Gosh. Cowboys had to be like, well, maybe we should have kept Amari and cut Ezekiel uh, Elliott. So whatever. They got bailed out by the Texans. Did yep. y'all see that? Um, him and Eric Dickerson, I think, were the only uh, two players yes. in the NFL to be traded four times. Four in times. Career. Wow. What does that say about you as a player? I was trying to figure Where this he, out. Oh, Pats. Rams. Rams. Saints. Saints, that's mm-hmm. right. Started his career with the Saints. Houston Texans. Yep. He was a bit now of a diva early in his career. Well, that, it means you're yeah. good enough that people are willing to give up something for you, but you're not. You're a pain in the ass enough yeah. that they want you out the door pretty quickly. Do you remember the early uh, big three take that uh, he's cooked? Oh, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> of the concussions. Yes. Oh, wow. We were really sensitive to that. Well, I mean, he was getting a lot of them. Oh, it was people a- were still, you know, in love with them. But, I mean, turned out they were right. <laughs> I just like that we turned his last name into an insult because of concussions. I don't Dude, he that had part. that one year that was really bad. He, yes, he had like three concussions yeah. in a season. Yeah. We're like, like if this guy gets bad. another one, like it could be really awful. All right. Yeah, so we were worried about that. We yeah. were. We were concerned for his health. Uh, Nicholas Morrow signs with the Eagles. This makes me feel great about Nicobe Dean because they did not bring in anyone of note. But Morrow, depending on what the team does in the draft. It should scare you a little bit. I mean, they brought in Morrow, you know. And I mean, one-year yeah. deal. One-year deal, I, they, right. They had to have someone. Did, have you looked at the other Eagles linebackers? Oh, yeah, I know. Sean Bradley, Davian Taylor. I mean, it's sure. it's grody. It's not good. But, I mean, they could. I think they're a candidate to, to bring in someone to the draft. Uh, and that could, you know, be a little concerning if they bring in another highly drafted linebacker yeah. or something. Um, but, you know, yeah, it does seem like N'Kobe Dean is kind of. I'm just saying seat. they could have gone and they could have kept one of these guys, a Kaiser White, TJ Edwards. They could have brought in a bigger brand name guy. But the Nicholas Morrows, the Corey Little, that that doesn't really scare me much because no. these guys have to have players on the roster, right? Corey couldn't even get uh, any playing time ahead of uh, 
Shaq Thompson, Frankie Louvu, or there's somebody else I feel like they were playing over him in Carolina last year. Yeah, there you go. He, he could have gotten playing time over Damian Wilson, but he was clearly deficient yeah. compared to those other two guys. Uh, yeah, Big Bob Spillane, I mean, Raiders linebackers, yeah. eh, worth maybe a flyer Everybody late in your Devon drafts. Diablo. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so not not really. I mean, a two-year, $7 million deal. Trayvon Murray, who cut. cares? Uh, he's just useless. I thought he was a free agent. And then uh, Taki Taki back with the Browns. I mean, weird. Got kind of status quo there. Torn ACL. I just wonder, like, what what shape is he going to be in this year? Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, I mean, if he does end up getting an opportunity, yeah, he he showed last year that he was pretty good. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I remember we famously got in a bidding war. Watch XFFL over. Yes. Watch him bring Deion Jones back. <laughs> Deion Jones is still out there lingering. There's that's another right, guy. That's, that's a, right. That's a good call. I mean, there's you know, there's still some guys. There's some. There are some. some there are some, some guys out there. I'd like. Let's talk about cornerbacks just briefly. Here. I'll do it for you. Give Thank you, you. Give you a little. Give you a little break. Uh, cornerbacks <clears throat> that signed here in the last couple of days. James Bradbury re-signed with the Eagles on a three-year, thirty-eight million dollar deal. Um, Nine point two points per game in twenty twenty-two, and then Byron Murphy. Signs with Adams Vikings on a two-year, $17.5 million deal. Ten points per game in 2022. James Bradbury had a 71 overall PFF grade, while Byron Murphy had a 66.7 PFF grade in 2022. I love the Byron Murphy signing. I've been grabbing him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I always pay attention, like we've talked about many times on this show, when the Normie NFL podcast talk up players and uh, Nate Tice is a big fan of Byron Murphy. He was very excited to see where he was going to land, and I think he lands in a good spot. Two years, 17.5 is pretty good guap. Yeah, I agree. Ten points per game last year. I mean, that's that's really good for a corner. But, yeah, that could even go up because, I mean, mm-hmm. just think about the type of game scripts the, the Vikings are going to be in. It's going to be a lot of shootouts, mm-hmm. um, teams, you know, going back and forth with them. So, yeah, Byron Murphy, remember Patrick Peterson last year was a – he was Baller. actually pretty useful. Really good for IDP. So, I mean, Byron Murphy could be in that same vein. I could see him like supercharged version of Patrick Peterson, who signed with the Steelers, we should mention as well. So, yeah, that's, I'm, you know, how much does Peterson have left in the tank? But, um, yeah, yeah right. I'll take a flyer. He was pretty good last year, honestly. If you're doing the punt DB approach and just grab a bunch of corners at the end of your best ball drafts. That's the way to do it, folks, you, by the way. You could do worse than Patrick <laughs> that Peterson. That is the way to do it. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. Anytime you draft a corner high, you 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 will feel regret a hundred percent. Like, well, wow, I just look drafted. at all these guys going after him. You're always like, damn it, I should have just waited and grabbed yeah. a guy later. Because what just, I what I'm falling into and what might not be the way in 2023 is Marcus Jones is the one for me that's like, yeah, this is what I know is too high to be grabbing this guy. But um, yeah. Need like, to let those guys fall. Like I drafted Julian Love in the twentieth round, Justin Reed mm-hmm. twenty 21st round, Marlon Humphrey twenty second, mm-hmm. Nick Scott twenty third, Denzel Ward twenty fourth, Jordan Whitehead twenty fifth, Alante Taylor twenty sixth, Charvarius Ward twenty eighth, Jonathan Jones twenty ninth. How get, you feeling, Addy? Feel very good. Feel I, very good. You I just need a lot of them. You need yeah. them to stay healthy. I just yep. see the Birdman gif Addy after yeah, the twentieth round. Through. Like, all right, I'm let ready. me get in on these DBs <laughs> as I'm well, working on my best ball. Unfortunately, ranks. everyone else is in on them too. So it's uh, it's it's more of the um, the Ben Affleck smoking a cigarette. Uh, okay, <laughs> with his eyes closed. Uh, <laughs> That's normally how I'm feeling through these. Or the, yeah, the interview where he's just looking off into the middle distance. Me and Josh, like this is about broke us up yep. as friends. It like, has. A guy have wanted to strangle him sometimes. I want to strangle myself. 
someday, folks. I'm a real bad person with a bad heart. Very bad heart. Very bad heart. Let's talk about safeties. This actually is when the floodgates began to open as far as safety signings. We didn't have a lot. I think we had three last time. Bates, Von Bell, and somebody else. Oh, it was the Raiders guy that y'all gave me shit for. Uh, Marcus Epps, I think. Uh, So, yeah. The safety group is much juicier this time around. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, probably the most surprising signing of the offseason for me. One year, $8 million deal. We'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, Jimmy Ward signed with the Texans. Two years, $13 million. Jordan Poyer back with the Bills. Two-year, twelve point five. Julian Love signed with the Seahawks. Two years, $12 million. Donovan Wilson re-signed with the Cowboys. Three-year, $21 million. You mentioned it earlier, Bobo. Nick Scott signed with the Bengals. Three years, $12 million. And Jabril Peppers re-signed with the Patriots, two years, $9 million. Let's talk about C.D. Deuce first. I thought this dude was going to get paid. The story comes out that the Eagles made a multi-year offer earlier, I think maybe at the end of the season or earlier in the offseason. Either the agent or Chauncey said, I think we can do better. Went and tested the market, saw it was soft as baby poop, and then ended up signing a one-year prove-it deal with the Lions. Addy, I was shocked by this. I am too. I mean, good job by the Lions getting a guy like this. I mean, he is a one of the best defensive backs in the league. I mean, he's and it's you know not just that he's uh, he's a perfect player, but he just brings so much juice to your defense. So, so much, much added attitude, attitude, yes. right? He's just swagger. He's just he's just a perfect fit here in Detroit. Um, and what is his role going to look like it did in Detroit or in Philadelphia? Probably not. Uh, he'll probably play more of the slot because they have Aaron Glenn, the former defensive coordinator from the Saints. Uh, so if you remember, that's where Gardner was originally, mm-hmm. and that's when he mainly played in the slot. Um, I'm hoping though that maybe Glenn can see. You know what? C.D. Deuce, he really got activated playing in that safety role. So maybe so. we try something a little different. I think he's, yeah, going to let him loose a little bit. I hope uh, so. Because, I mean, he's going to be one of their best players. You know, that may have not have been the case when he was in New Orleans at that point in his career, right? There's a, that was a really good secondary that they had in New Orleans. He is going to be one of the best players on the Detroit Lions. They are going to want to utilize him as much as they can. I hope so. He also wasn't like a full-time player. Like, Chauncey Gardner is going to be playing 90 percent to you know to 100 as many snaps as he can handle yes and the lions are a good team i'm excited they've made some great moves cam sutton this is a better move than the bobby wagner uh, potential signing that we've been talking about bobby wagner is likely washed chauncey gardner johnson is not washed Mm -hmm. he is ascending lacerated his uh what do we say liver yeah he came back gallbladder did fine in the playoffs yep it kind of sucks for the guys that are there there were some people that had some hope for Kirby Joseph. Kirby Joseph, uh, Tracy Walker yeah. is someone you're probably really avoiding now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who else they bring in? Mm-hmm. Is that um, that's not a Deshaun Elliott? Is it? No, um, he's gone. He's in Miami now. Um, we'll have to look it up. Mm-hmm. Is there another safety there of note? No, maybe not. Well, we'll 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 take a gander. I heard there was talks that they were going to cut Okuda. You're not thinking about that, are you? Maybe that's what it is. Mm. I don't know. Baba, who else jumps out to you from this list? Um, Obviously, Nick Scott is interesting. Not because I think Nick Scott is great, but just because of the opportunity. You know, Dax Hill, Nick Scott are going to be the guys that play there. 
And if we've looked over the past history there with um, Von Bell and with Jesse Bates, it's a pretty much a, a two-safety system. And I think Nick Scott could really produce for you. His ADP is probably huge right now, and it will – you know, it will overcorrect a little bit as the as we get closer to actual draft season and everything. But um, I don't know. Pretty status quo, honestly. Jordan Poyer re-signing. Jabril Peppers re-signing. Donovan Wilson re-signing. Jabril Peppers, as Johnny likes to call him. Yeah, Jabril Peppers is kind of annoying because I know we kind of wanted a, a bump for some guys there, honestly. The one for me that me and Adam did a trade this week, Julian Love is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, because Julian Love is actually pretty good at uh, at football and is a heck of a producer for IDP. They slapped the um, the non-exclusive tender on Ryan, uh, Neal. Ryan Neal. Yeah. So I think he'll be back. I don't I haven't seen anything where other teams are coming calling for Ryan Neal. So it looks like it'll be Neal, Love and Jamal Adams in that safety group. They could just roll all those guys out. Too. Yeah. That would be fun. Um, but yeah, I mean Julian Love, he could maybe he's one of their linebackers next year, yeah. you know. I mean he I think he could be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I like that signing as well. Addie, were you thinking of um, looking at the R lads for Detroit right now? Were you thinking of Efetu Melifonwu or was, Brady Breeze? I was thinking of Jerry Jacobs. Jerry mm-hmm. Jacobs, and they yes. also brought in Cam Sutton, yeah. who is a slot corner. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Emmanuel yeah. Mosley, Jerry Jacobs, uh, Cam Sutton, Jeff Okuda, so Will yeah. Harris. That team is. What picks are they have? some pieces. You could see Chauncey playing really? more of a safety role. Tracy yep. Walker's probably not going to be ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't Achilles, I think, for Tracy yeah. Walker, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So, I mean, who knows if he's his old self. Wow, sixth draft pick. That's interesting. Yes. Yeah, what do they do there with number six? I've What's... seen Anthony Richardson to them a lot, um, but I think Richardson goes top three. So, yeah. I think they, they could be a prime candidate for one of these edge rushers or a cornerback. I've seen them mocked co- the top – guy from georgia uh yeah uh, a lot but now this db room is suddenly locked and loaded so i don't know that they necessarily go that route i think maybe you just what if you just continue to draft these high edge rushers and you pair this guy up with uh aiden hutchinson and yeah uh, it would be probably like tyree wilson i guess it's be fun they brought in uh deonta foreman yes Uh, because they let um down to yeah to um the was Saints. it Foreman that they brought in? I thought it was somebody a little spicier than that. It was David Miles Montgomery. Miles Sanders. No, no, Miles Sanders in Carolina. That's right. That's right. David Montgomery. Sorry. Yeah. We're, we're going to get it there. It was Miles Montgomery. That so son of a show. gun. Yeah, we don't do offense, yeah. guys. What is a... Uh, IP only from now on. <laughs> do they have a tight end of note? Not after Hawkinson left, really. No. No. Man, it's going to be a fun no. year to see Amon Ra and uh, Jameson Williams healthy. Yeah, Jameson Williams is, is really good, I think. I forget they have him. He's yeah. a name that not a lot of people you know, are talking about right now. They could also be uh, Jalen Carter. Exactly. Landing spot. Mm-hmm. That would be very big for that defense. It's going to be interesting to see what they do because I really don't think, like you're saying, all the, qu- the three quarterbacks will be gone. So you're going to have to ask yourself, do we go Levis or... Do we go with, you know, best player available? Honestly, I think they'll go point. best player available. I really do. What are y'all doing? Boy, I <laughs> yeah. I am beginning to wonder if we're going to basically suck in 2023 and then shoot for Caleb Williams in 2024. Gardner Minshew could be y'all starter. Could be. I think there's going to be a lot of teams, though, shooting for old Caleb Williams. Uh, if we – I mean, there's some other guys rumored to be cut that could signal – like, I'm waiting. That would be the – we talked about it, Canary in the coal mine. We remember what this means, right? Sign of imminent danger. Nope. Uh, Ryan Kelly potentially getting cut. Uh, there was someone else that they had that was a potential 
cap casualty that was a big name. Of course, Stephon Gilmore just got traded. They haven't done anything to address the offensive line. Let me ask you this question. When is Arch Manning eligible for the NFL (laughs) draft? That's what Jim Irsay. (laughs) Now, it was interesting. I was listening to the athletic football show. No, the around the NFL. They were talking to Bill Barnwell, and they said, what do you think are the odds that the Colts make a run at Lamar Jackson? And he's like, well, you have to keep in mind that we're talking about Jim Irsay, who hired Jeff Saturday as his coach, and by all accounts, wanted Jeff Saturday as the full-time head coach after the season. So Jim Irsay could wake up tomorrow and be like, Lamar Jackson, I want that guy. Let's go get him. He calls up the Ravens directly or calls Lamar and just negotiates it without even talking to Chris Ballard. So I don't know what we do. Man, I would love to see us make a run at Lamar. I uh, much would much rather go that route than trade up to three to take Richardson or whoever. But... um I don't know. I really don't have a good feel for it at this point. Yeah. Being that four spot, man, that sucks. And it's like, why were we not? It's like, Chris Ballard, stop sitting on your hands. Like, let's go get, let's get into that one seat, and then let's get the guy that you want. Because there are at least three really solid prospects in this class. Dude, because honestly, Lamar really fits you all system like does, pretty man. well. Good O-line, Lamar JT. Jackson. Oh. Yeah. You don't really have like a ton of really good wide receivers right now, but you've got some really good tight ends. You know, Jelani Woods, Mo Ali Cox. It is going to cost Granson. you the same price to go up to say three from four as it is to go get Lamar Jackson. Yeah, because Lamar Jackson is going to cost two first round picks, and you're going to have to give them the deal. But you, who cares? You just pay quarterbacks. I don't care about the price. Fully guaranteed. 250 million 250 million I do not care about the the actual money involved if we can get a franchise quarterback man it's worth it absolutely it also doesn't look like Lamar is going to play for the Ravens next year there's been a lot of chatter that he is done he wants out of Baltimore so wow. I, I think that I think that bridge is so I mean they'll probably accept whatever trade they mm-hmm. if I, someone's will I mean just yep. the fact that no one's willing to do it is just well, so what's the weird. hiccup? He wants to guarantee Deshaun Watson money. The, the owners are making a concerted stand against fully guaranteed contracts. Mm. You can pretty much... It's collusion. It is. It, it really is collusion against a player who absolutely deserves a fully guaranteed contract. Mm-hmm. All of these top quarterbacks deserve that well, money. Well, and even Lamar Jackson's style of, you know, he could get hurt any day and, uh, you know... ACL, Achilles, you know, he just, he's at risk a little bit more than the pocket style Tom Brady putting his body out there on the line. Let's talk about some ADP You're wild not cards, in, boys. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do something dumb. Something stupid. Levis. Like trade back and take Levis at 16 or something. And then draft no, another not one. Trade, not trade back and take him at four. No, please don't even, don't even put trade that evil on us. Here's a 24 up. first. Get him at two. Get a trade up to two. Yeah, there you go. We want the Kentucky boy. Let's talk about some wild cards, fellas, to wrap up this episode. Let's start with Christian Wilkins, Dolphins defensive tackle. Earliest draft position in these drafts. It's kind of crazy seeing these uh, some of these numbers. Uh, but earliest draft position, again, nine completed drafts thus far. I don't know that uh, we have it updated. I think it's updated through eight. I don't think nine has been put in there yet. But earliest draft position was six. On, Latest Evan. draft position was 66. <laughs> ADP 41.8. Position rank DL22. He was the DL11 in 2022 uh, with a 82.2 overall defensive grade. First wild card on the boy uh, on the board, boys, is Christian Wilkins. How do we feel about the Dolphins' defensive tackle? 
feel good about him. I was going to say. Don't want him at uh, overall six. <laughs> yeah, that's a little rich. That's a little that, rich. That uh, that happened in one of these best ball drafts. I think we do have some newbies. That was, uh, yep. I think that was a newbie. Weird that's that okay. a newbie would go grab Christian Wilkins of all players. Clemson fan. There you go. Maybe that's what it was. And he is solid. Really good floor. Wait, I was mean, it trip? Trip, did you do this? <laughs> was it one of your buddies that's a Clemson fan? I don't think so. No. That would be hilarious. Don't you put that on me. But, yeah, I mean, I, uh, he's a he's a great pick in these best balls. I mean, he's someone that you're going to be able to get at a value just because it's a different tackle and people just 59 solo tackles, 39 assists. The floor is so high. The floor is the roof. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I think we all feel good about Christian Wilkins. Some of these other players, now, I think we could have more of a conversation about. DL22? Though, I mean, again, that one is bumping him way up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's probably more in, like, the DL30 range. But mm-hmm. still, DL30, that's pretty rich. Mm-hmm. Are you okay with him at DL30? Like, who are some people that are going around him? Do you have that? Let's info? pull it up. So, uh, let's let's pull him up, and we'll just kind of look at uh, who is going Christian around Christian Wilkins him. or, like, Hubbard or Hendrickson? I'd rather have Hubbard, I think. I'd mm-hmm. rather have Christian Wilkins over Hendrickson. Henderson. I agree with that. Uh, but let's talk about the next player here, and I'll try to find Christian Wilkins in the ADP. It is C.J. Mosley. So, Jets linebacker, earliest draft position, 27th overall, latest draft position, 72, ADP of 45, position rank, LB 15, 69.8 PFF grade in 2022. He was the LB, funny enough, 15 in 2022, 99 solos, 59 assists, five tackles for loss, one sack, 13.6 points per game. Yes, Baba. Have either of y'all drafted CJ Mosley? Nope. I don't think so. There you go. There's your answer. I'm not interested. That is rich. LB15 is very rich. It's a lot. I mean, you're having to take like a third or fourth round pick on the guy. You're still just hoping that nothing changes. Yeah. No nope. change. Give me Quincy Williams in the 12th or 13th. Yep. I'll take that. I agree. And I mean, there's a, we've talked about this, I think, recently about there's there a chance that CJ Mosley could get cut with them trying to make room for Aaron Rodgers. I think they would clear up like six million in cap. Uh, if you bring in Aaron Rodgers, you're not going to keep CJ Mosley from doing from from bringing him in, right? So there's a there's a chance, I think. Yeah, but uh, earliest draft position of 27. Yikes! That seems rich because that would be like the third pick of the third round. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I would. I do like C.J. Mosley. I mean, he he's where. Yeah. Where would you feel comfortable if he was sitting there at LB? Fill in the blank. If I can get him at LB twenty four, yep, twenty five, I'd feel much better about that. Like, I just don't want to spend uh, that high of a pick on on him. Bet in best ball, C.J. Mosley or Tremaine Edmonds. Oh man, both both guys. I'm avoiding. I know that's why um, I said I'd, it. I'd probably. I'd probably go with CJ Mosley at this point. I feel like Tremaine's going to see his value increase mm-hmm. just because everyone's excited. Saw the, saw him side the big deal. Y'all saw y'all saw me grab Jack Sanborn in this last one, didn't you? He's fine too. He's man. just free. It was like twenty seventh. I was like, hates uh, his guts now. everyone we'll hates take his you. guts. I mean, just I one injury just, away. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He'll be relevant at some point. Uh, or Tremaine sucks, and they're like, all right. Yeah. Special agent, get back out there. Yeah. So the ADP it just had DBs pulled up. That's why I couldn't find Christian Wilkins go. earlier. There so I heard he's been playing some a DB. DB in camp. So here's here's <laughs> some guys going around uh, Christian Wilkins. So Jeffrey Simmons, DL twenty one, tied with uh, Christian Wilkins as far as the ADP goes. Again, forty one point eight was the ADP. Josh Sweat, DL twenty two as well. 
Uh, DeForest Buckner was DL24. Yeah, I don't want Christian Wilkins over no. any of these guys. No. Let's talk about so, Let me look at some of the other guys that are going. Uh, Cam Hayward, DL25. I want Cam Hayward. Yeah. Aziz Ojolari, DL26. Aziz. I prefer Wilkins, honestly. Mm. I think Aziz hype is, uh, it's it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's fine. The hype's okay. I don't know about it. I haven't just quite this discerned just y'all's yet. little fight. It's uh, continuing. Quinny Pay DL twenty seven. Zadarius Smith also DL twenty seven. Ooh, that's a good one. Quitty Pay or Christian Wilkins? I think I'd rather have Wilkins. Wilkins, yeah, yeah. So he's probably Ooh. around where he should be, but maybe knocked down. Man, that class is really taking pegs. a hit. I just love that floor of Wilkins. You know, Quitty Pay. Man, oh, I agree. He, I need to see you stay healthy a whole year, bud. It's, it's kind of yeah. like Odafe Owe. Imagine saying oh, that to it fell fast. Quitty Pay's face. Need you to stay healthy, bud. Try on Choyinka. <laughs> Oa, though, I mean, you know, we should have maybe paid attention to the fact that the guy did not have any sacks in college. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to have no sacks in college. Gosh, but he played so well that first year. Well, speaking of Quitty Pay, he's next up on the list, boys. Uh, Colts edge rusher, earliest draft position, 32. Latest draft position, 76. 76 is nice. Yeah, ADP of 51.8. He is DL27. He was DL69. Very nice. In 2022, uh, 11.4 points per game. Um, so I think DL27 feels, feels about right. Yeah, no problem. Uh, with that. Right there, back to back, as we mentioned, with Sidarius Smith. So between those two guys, give me Quiddy Pay. Mm-hmm. Agree. Yeah. So uh, some other guys I was just looking at, Jonathan Allen, DL30, Deron Payne, DL29, yeah, uh, Sam Hubbard, DL31, Montez Sweat, DL32. That's a nice value. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, Pay feels pretty appropriately valued. Wow, that's really far for Montez. I think it just speaks to the depth of defensive line. You know, there's a lot of really nice options. I feel like also this year, too, like we have a lot of pretty good defensive tackles. We just talked about Deron Payne, DeForest Buckner, Jonathan Allen, Christian Wilk. I mean, like there's probably 10 to 12 really good defensive tackles that are going to fit in that top 40 defensive lineman. Javon Hargrave. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's up there definitely. Milton Williams, I'm raising probably so, way too high. Listen to some of the linebackers going around here and tell. ask yourself, would I rather have the defensive lineman going in this range or the linebackers? So in this Christian Wilkins to Montez Sweat range, okay? So Christian Wilkins, DL22, ADP of 41.8, down to Montez Sweat, ADP of 59.2, DL32. So like a 10-player spread here. You have uh, linebackers Dre Greenlaw, C.J. Mosley, Quay Walker, T.J. Edwards, Drew Tranquil. That'll start to drop. Josie Jewell, Zaven Collins. I think I would... Uh, pretty uh, much five of those six, yes, mm-hmm. outside of Drew Tranquil. Yeah. So would you rather be and taking... going to be a good value And now. Tranquil was probably just because people thought, well, maybe he still hangs around in Los Angeles. But let's yeah. say you're sitting in this range right here. Are you more tempted to be, oh, let me go with DL or let me go linebacker in kind of this stretch? Linebacker. I think I mean, so, too. That's a good night. I, I love all those linebackers. I mean, Josie yeah. Jewell. I mean, that's top 10 upside. Yeah. Drake uh, Greenlaw as TJ well. TJ Edwards. Quay Walker. Zayden Collins as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's love, a nice I group. I love all those guys. Yep. And, I, and I, I, I've taught touch on this, I think, but um, I really want to hammer the linebackers early. You know, there's just, is that the draft strategy you're feeling best about so far? I think so. Just because once you get, you know, once you get outside of those 12 
you know, 12, 13 rounds, uh, it just drops off. It's a lot. It, you're just, you're just guessing mm-hmm. like the Aziz Alshiers are also no longer going to be in that, in the, in the later part of drafts. Devin Bush is no longer going to be in the later part of drafts. Even like, a Landon Roberts. Landon Roberts, right. All those guys are going to be pushed up now. So, I mean, yes, you have to attack it even earlier, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's not going to be any sleepers. Yeah, these are so deep that you're coming back to the Jack Sanborns, and you're coming back to the guys who the is kind of like a what if. Yep. The Chad Moomas, the guys that have to have an Channing injury. Channing Tindall. Yeah. It's true. So, yeah, I, that's that's my strategy. I'm going to go – I'm going to load up on those linebackers. I'll mix in some of those defensive linemen. Mm-hmm. You know the weirdest team to draft linebackers from? The Indianapolis Colts. That yeah. is the most bizarre ADP. Sometimes you, I mean, a lot of go, times go you, Zaire. I mean, that's the only safe option right now. Oh, Shaq is like mid second type guy. He is so Shaq is LB six right now. That's think that's wild. Him. Yeah, let's see if that has changed. So he that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he is LB six going as the twenty fifth overall player. And I get that if he's healthy. Yeah, he if could really healthy, bang but for God, you. that's a big if. We've yeah. talked about it a lot. Actually, speaking of, <laughs> it's funny we keep mentioning the guys that are up next here. Josie Jewell. Uh, is earliest draft position, 21, latest draft position, 71, going as the LB19, ADP of 52.2. He was the LB, this is weird, 19. So he's being drafted right where he finished, which is very strange. LB19 in 2022, 11.4 points per game. Uh, LB19, that's uh, that's still some very nice value, Addy. Uh, finished as the LB19, and he missed like three or four games. Exactly. Um, so, yes. Points per game-wise, I think he was second. Yes. Now he does have to contend with the old... Kingleton. Kingleton there, who is, you know, I think he's got like a 40% tackle rate right now. It's <laughs> insane. Uh, so, yeah, that's... You don't really want him to be there with someone like that, but I think Josie Jewell's the better player. Um both of them could easily get the you know opportunity to be fine, so I'm not too worried about it. I feel like Josie Jewell at worst is going to be an uh, LB three for you, um, but I think he he has top twelve upside. Absolutely, Bobo, you feel the same about Jewell, even with uh, the tackling machine coming back to Denver. He's fine. Yeah. yeah, of the two, I want Jewell because his ADP is still not too out of whack. You know, both those guys are still pretty. Cost effective. Singleton's like. climbing now. Yeah. Like he's he's got probably his highest ADP he's ever had of his career. Give me the yeah. discount, and I'll he, take Jewel. He is uh, LB forty seven right now, and he deserves it. But he is trending up. His arrow, his yes. spark line is pointing up, and it will continue. Yep. After that contract, that's what's going to happen. Three straight years of over hundred tackles. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Shout out Kingleton. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Man has a skill. Single skill. He does it very well. Uh, next up here, another player we talked about, Jonathan Allen, commander's defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. Earliest draft position, 42. Latest draft position, 91. ADP of 56, going as the DL30. Finished as the DL21 in 2022 with 15.2 points per game. I don't know. Addy seems like some pretty nice value on Jonathan Allen. Forever a value. I mean, that's all he's ever been. Um yeah, his entire career, he you can draft this guy later than he should go, and he's always always like outperforms what you expect. Like last year, he was amazing. You look at his log; like he was he was solid almost every single week, um, and he still still slept on. Well, dis- discount Cam Hayward. Yeah, yeah. I said it when we did the uh, when we were kind of researching the D tackle dynasty defensive tackle video. You could make a very strong case for Jonathan Allen at one overall. Based oh, on yeah. the age, the contract, the production, 
Um, this dude is just rock solid. So he's a better Christian Wilkins. If let, you look at him, he doesn't have as many tackles, but he did have seven and a half sacks last season. Okay, so let's play a game, Bobo. You ready? You always do this to us, yeah, and yeah. I want to tee you up here on this one. So this is the range in which Jonathan Allen is going right now. I'm going to tell you the first one because I already know what you're going to say, and I want Jonathan Allen more than Deron Payne. Okay, so Deron Payne. Was that one of yours? Yes, I, I was going to start with Payne and work my way down. <laughs> <That's well>. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you guys want Allen over Payne? <laughs> yes. Sam Hubbard. Or Jonathan Allen. Uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Allen. Allen. Jonathan Allen as well. Montez Sweat. Jonathan Allen. Or Jonathan Allen. Oh, man. I think Probably I'm going to go Allen. Montez Sweat just because I feel like with his ADP, give me a couple more rounds back. Maybe another round back. But they're right next to each other, though, aren't they? they yeah, I mean. Dang it. Sweat is, uh, yeah, DL32. Jonathan Allen is uh, right. two picks up at DL30. Give me Jonathan Allen. So yeah. here's one that's going to test you, Bobo. Okay. Trayvon Walker. Or Jonathan Allen? It's easy. In Dynasty, Trayvon Walker. In Best Ball, Jonathan Allen. Jonathan Allen. What about... That's another thing, man. People are getting way too cute mm-hmm. in Best Ball and in, in, in Redraft. Also, these Best Balls, uh, these Best Ball ranks that we're doing, these are going to be Redraft ranks. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. Redraft. They're There's just for 2023. Difference. Yeah. We like good players. Yep. Mm-hmm. There they're, may be a slight variation in some yeah, guys like Chris Nick, Jones. Exactly. Big boom bust type Chris of guys. Jones will be a little higher. Yep. But even still, if you're intelligent at all about IDP, you're going to be able to take a lot of dynasty notes out of these as well. You're going to be like, huh, they're still kind of paying attention to, you know, whoever it might be. Yeah. Um, even though it's just for one year, we're still going to elevate a lot of these dudes because we all play dynasty. Once you get dynasty on the brain, it's hard to turn that off. Yeah. So. Trayvon Walker, Jonathan Allen. You said Jonathan Allen yeah. for 2023. What about old Greg Rousseau or Jonathan Allen? Jonathan, Jonathan Allen. Allen. So, seems like Jonathan Allen we feel pretty good about, especially at DL30. I like Rousseau. Just doesn't get the snaps there, you know. They don't – They don't. They don't. they're not on the field a ton. At least they weren't last year. Is Vaughn Miller going to be healthy to start the season? We'll see. I think Probably that's a big not. old question mark. I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think so either. 34-year-old at that age. ready. So a few more of these here to wrap things up. I love that I called that. That's my you knew, thing. yeah, you knew that was uh, most of the time because I'm drafting both of them. Yeah, it's right. They're right there in the same range. They're yeah. literally going back to back. Next up here, though, a free agent. This is another linebacker you were probably thinking about, Addy. Rashawn Evans. Yes. Uh, earliest draft position twenty five. Latest draft position one ten. Mm. Going as the LB twenty two. Finished as the LB eighteen in twenty twenty two with thirteen point one points per game. Uh, LB22 feels a little rich, Eddie. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. No, thank you. Not not LB22. Uh, but that, that pick where he was 101 or whatever, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's great. Cause, yeah. Latest draft position, 110. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, if, if I can get that, which, I mean, right now, if you're drafting, I feel like you can get that because he's now been surpassed by everyone that's already got the jobs and stuff. You know, there's uncertainty with Sean Evans. There's not mm-hmm. a lot of spots really left for Sean Evans. So, um, this is sad because you know who's right above him right now in the ADP, which a lot of these happen pre-free agency. Jack Sanborn. <laughs> That's but Jack Sanborn's Sanborn, line yeah, is he's, psh, he's going way about down. to go way down. But here's some other linebackers going after Rashawn Evans that I would be more interested in: Pete Warner, Tremaine Edmonds, yes. Levante David. Jordan Brooks is still going way too early. LB twenty six overall. Oh my gosh. Okay, here you go: Devondre Campbell, Rashawn Evans. Fondre Campbell. I agree. Um, Nicobe Dean, Bobo, or Rashawn Evans. Nicobe Dean. Nicobe Dean. Rashawn Evans well. is not going to win any of these. Uh-uh. Okay, here's a here's another one. Eric Kendricks, 
Rashawn Evans. Kendricks. Eric Kendricks. I think Kendricks so too. has a job right Let's now. see Here's what we can. I got one. Jordan no. Hicks or Rashawn Evans? Oh, uh, man. Probably Rashawn Evans. I'm seeing red again. Oh, Jesse <laughs> tried to embarrass me. I knew you'd take that well. Uh, here we go. Devin Lloyd. Devin Lloyd or Rashawn Evans. Devin Lloyd. Uh, Devin Lloyd. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out where we can. Christian Harris. EJ David Speed, Long. Willie Gay. EJ Speed. Willie Gay is a good one. Okay, so is that oh. the kind of line where we're thinking, especially think now with the Drew uh, Tranquil? Yeah, I don't want Willie Gay anymore. Sorry. All right, so there's the line. And Willie Gay's going as I, LB34. And honestly, I don't want any more Chiefs. I mean, are you going to take Bolton as a top three linebacker now? Oh, man. Yes, I don't want to talk is, about Eddie. it. Yes, he is. I mean, but seriously. No, love endures. it knocks it. It really does. I mean, you're looking at him in a second now. Maybe. Honestly, the Chennault news at the end of the season where he was kind of coming on was enough to where it was like kind of raising a few red flags where it was like, eh, Bolton might be a nice sale. The Tranquil was like, oh, gosh. I mean, Tranquil had a couple of, like, 14 tackle games last season. Yeah. So, it's like, what's the plan? I'm with you, Josh. It's like Spagnolo's back to, like, I want a Super Bowl. Let's have fun again, you know? That's right. The linebacker Going back to my way. He's just got in the lab. Too much authority <laughs> the beakers. Yes, the beakers. We know how science works, people. <laughs> we are educated. Let's talk about wrap up here with a DB that is the apple of Bobby's eye. Mm. Jaquan Brisker going as the DB five right now. Earliest draft position, 21. What are we doing, people? That's mm. a high second round pick or a late second round pick. Mm. Latest draft position of 80, uh, 65.2 ADP. Uh, he is the DB5, finished as the DB21 in 2022 with 12.2 points per game. I wanted to give some context. He is right under Rashawn Evans, but you have Bradley Chubb, Pete Warner, Tremaine Edmonds, Harold Landry, Dexter Lawrence, Carl Loftus, Levante David. I want all those guys. I, absolutely. So Yeah, it's just, you know, this is what makes it hard because Brisker at DB5, I'm okay with yeah, that. Yeah, it's fine. That's it's fair. But then you look at where that falls in the ADP, and it's like this is why you punt DB. That's the thing. You can't look at the where he's going among the DBs. You have to look at where he's going among mm-hmm. the other positions because yep. uh, we know that we can get these DBs late. So if you're spinning up on these guys, you're just gonna feel really dumb once you get to round 15 or 16, and you get you can get Harrison Smith or Honey Badger. Um, you just, it's just, it's a waste of a pick. There's too much talent right there mm-hmm. around him. Baba, we know you have hard eyes for Brisker. What do you think here? I just like Brisker really in Dynasty. Y'all are exactly right. You got to look at him in terms of the overall draft. What am I losing here in order to take Brisker? You know, I do that a lot to where it's like, okay, if I go Brisker here instead of a defensive lineman, and I go a defensive lineman later where I probably need to, you know, what what are the pros and cons? What what are, what am I winning by taking Brisker here? What am I losing? Um, and more often than not, I feel like you're probably losing out on too good of a defensive lineman or even a linebacker potentially at that spot. Whereas you could increase your linebacker play and grab a guy who's probably eighty percent yeah, of Brisker. Exactly, it's opportunity cost. Yep. It's the what is the cost of that pick in comparison to the other options that you'd be giving up? Whereas the opposite side of the spectrum is, okay, I grab Brisker, but where I would have grabbed a DB later on, I'm essentially grabbing a Drew Tranquil. 
I'm dra- grabbing a you know a very rotational type of player, whether it's a lineman, whether it's a linebacker. The, the linebackers or DLs you'd be grabbing when the DBs are still plentiful are yeah. just total dart throws. Adam's right. I mean, those first 20 rounds are pretty meaty with linebackers and defensive linemen. That's really just where you need to Load hit up on those guys yeah. and just grab DB later. You're looking at two for two. Do you want Brisker and Frank Clark, or yeah. do you want Jonathan Allen and Eddie Jackson? Exactly. Exactly. Because that's, that's what you're looking at. That's yep. the trade-off. I'm yep. also okay with what you said last podcast, though, to where you're like, look, if you want to, within the first 20 picks – Go once or twice and grab a defensive back so that you're not stuck with DB1 Nick Scott. Yeah. I I get it. I grab a couple guys. Yeah, like two guys. Yeah, in the first, I would say like... um, Like maybe Antoine Winfield, someone with big playability. Yep. Mm -hmm. Those are their targets, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Maybe you look for... um, I've been grabbing a lot of Hobbs and Sneed. Yes. Um, What does this do for Julian Love? I mean, I like it. Yeah. I think it's... um, How high can he get? Is it about the same? Because you had Xavier McKinney there, um, eh. and now you've got Jamal Adams, Ryan Neal potentially back. It feels like Jamal. Something's going on with Jamal. Mm-hmm. I feel like may, is the recovery not going well? Like what I don't are you know. worried about there with him? Mm-hmm. Why they? Because I mean that doesn't seem like a need on paper. Literally like an hour after me and Adam made a trade, yes. all of a sudden this Julian Love trade hit. I was like, the, well, I feel a little better about that one. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, here we go. That feels a little better. But no, Brisker's too high at that. DB5 is fine, but you're just giving up yeah, too DB5 much. Yeah, DB5 in and of itself is fine, but you look at where he's going compared to the other players around him, and it's just too rich. And here's another thing. like we Can't do it. We do like him in Dynasty, but like we are not going to be taking him in a startup. Nope. Because mm-hmm. it's the same thing same that applies thing. with these best balls. Yep. You have to spend you – know, it's not as big as a premium of a pick, but you're having to spend like a probably a 12th or a 13th round – Startup pick? Yep. No. No, thank you. No, not a chance. Let's do something different. Um, just for RSO, what would you pay um, in a contract for Brisker? Obviously, a four year. Where do you feel like he would be comfortable at money wise? I'd give him like a four year, uh, $30 million deal. Yeah. Okay. You know, something like that. Mm-hmm. I was that, thinking like four, seven, seven and a half what, per year. What about Kham? Kham, similar. Would I you give Kham $10 million a year? Um, like if, if I had to, like if it was like, you know, extend or lose or something i got you yeah yeah, yeah that, i think anywhere in that seven to eight to ten range for those top end guys totally fine Kham's still a really good value i think what about Petre? uh no no i'm not touching Petre. with He's anything cheap. two years 20 million oh you're talking about like contract wise yes uh yeah okay i'd give him like yeah i'd give him 10 10 million per but i i'm but not, not long term but um I think he could be a really good safety for IDP, but I just I, you're not gonna be able to. I'm not gonna pay and you know pay what it costs to acquire him. That Texans team is gonna see a lot of turnover, I think, in the next few years. It's a bad team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, new coach in there. You know, I think Petre is gonna be fine for 2023, but beyond that, man, I think he's gonna be good. Um, I, it's just, he could be. He's just started off too hot. Now he's now he's you know unattainable. Yeah. yeah. It's it's. I don't think the hype is going to match the production. Yeah, we're gonna root for him. We're not gonna chase. Oh that, no! It's like know. it's not like we dislike Petre. We just dislike the price. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, he's he's DB two. The, the hype on Aziz may have been okay. You may have been filling out the hype on how you felt about it. The hype on Petre out of control. Honestly, though, get we it could, out of here. We could sit here and talk about the ADP on Derwin, and we're all gonna be like, "That's too high." Oh yeah. And I just took him in the second. All right, without looking. Kyle Hamilton is DB what right now 
in these drafts. Oh, two. Well, he was. Uh, he's going to be higher now because this was also before they released. Yeah, before they traded. traded Chuck Clark. Right. So I'd say he's probably like DB twenty, but that's going to go up to the DB ten. You range. both somehow split it. He's DB eleven. Who wow. you yeah. said? Kham. Kham. Yeah. Nice. Going uh, the next guy after him, Sauce Gardner, DB twelve. Kham's gone wow. pretty high in some of these drafts. Like a lot of times, he's been. DB2 off the board. DB9 is Antoine Winfield. DB10 is Marcus Jones. This is a return yardage lead. Antoine Winfield continues to be a great value. Yeah, yeah DB9. That's very nice. Uh, Kaham is my number four dynasty safety. Antoine Winfield is my number five dynasty safety. Who's two and three? Two and three is Petre and Brisker. Mm. I think I would bump Kaham up to two. I think I'd put him behind Derwin. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd think like the, that top five, like I, you can – Yep. Any way you want it's to cut. It's a good group. It. I don't care. A lot I, of fun. I like them all. I'm not going to be able to get any of them in startups. Except Kham. I did get Kham. He still is a little bit of a value. Yeah. People I got are him burned. in that mock we did with the football guys. Well, People it's are the burned. Year in stats. They aren't as high. Yep. You yep. know? Petre's like, gosh. You know? 111 tackles. <laughs> Who was that? Was that a Looney like Tunes Daffy character? Duck. That's yes. where I thought, too. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking know. of fun, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Little free agency recap, little ADP wild card, some listener questions, boys. We we checked all the boxes tonight. We are chugging along here. It is March twenty first, uh, but the on season rolls forward. Uh, we've got uh, rookie content coming at y'all next week in the feed. John Macri is back with Joey the Tooth. I believe they are going to be talking edge rushers. So. Very much looking forward to that. What a fun group, Bobo. I know you're ready to start talking about some more of these rookies. Oh, man. I can't wait. Can't wait. Mach 3.0 going to come out in a couple weeks. I can't wait to hear what Joey has to say about some of these edge guys. Um, Joey is a really, really um, good guy to to listen to, to gauge where these guys are going to go, You know which guys are going to go first. He really knows which guys have the best bend. Um, I really trust Joey when it comes to the defensive line. So, yeah, him and Macri. Should gonna be, be a good fun. Time. Gonna be fun. Might have to go back to the beach and listen to that one. <laughs> Jeez, so you better not. <laughs> better not. Uh, so we we'll have Macri, Macri and Joe. <laughs> as long as I don't take your picks in the best ball drafts, but we'll have Macri and Joey in the feed next week, and then boys, we'll be back the week after that. Mikey Dubs talking linebackers. So the uh, rookie season is upon us. And we are going to be full steam ahead to the draft. Cannot wait to talk more about the plans that we have for the draft coverage for y'all. We're blowing it out. We're doing it right this year. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Every single year. It just gets better and better. What are we on? The year four leap? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. This Still, year's gonna be out of control. Hold yeah. up. Have we told Mate. them who have we told no, them? No, we plans? haven't revealed the plans All yet. Right. We'll reveal it a little closer to the date. Year four? When did we start this whole get up? It was 2019. July of 2019. Dang, y'all. We be getting old. That's right. We are old. I was are, a young we are, pup. We are old. That is <laughs> for sure. Old. That is for sure. But, um, yeah. Thank you out. for growing with us. <laughs> <laughs> have we grown or have we devolved? That's yeah, the question. No growth at all. That's, Zero that's growth. That's true. Um, Bobo, you said you got Mach 3.0. A couple weeks. Uh, we check out the website. Everonda just that dropped. one one it's going to be Charbonnet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's going to be somebody completely different for the trolls. Just really throw them for a loop. Just for the memes. But yeah, check out the website. Uh, Evan just dropped his free agency tracker. Bobo's got 3.0 coming up here soon. Uh, we're going to have some more stuff on the website for Tank you guys. Tank Bigsby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do Tank 
Bigsby and then Tank Dell. Just do double tank. One, 101, 102. Yes, you know what's better than one tank? Two tanks. Oh, yeah. So, you guys check that out. Like I said, we've got a lot of good stuff coming over there. We've got the IDP After Show going to be dropping its first episode here soon. You're going to be able to get that through your IDP Show subscription. We've got lots of good articles. Of course, pod's going to keep rolling. Uh, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at the IDP Show. Really appreciate you guys who've been watching over there. Uh, Macri's latest episode did big numbers over there. So love the uh, love the growth we've been seeing on the YouTube. So we yeah. appreciate y'all. Hey, smash that freaking like button and subscribe, guys. Turn the <laughs> bell and uh, Nodi's on, all right? Turn the bell. <laughs> turn the bell. That is a common refrain of what you do with bells. Sorry. You turn them. You know what I, you know what I meant. All right, I don't we, do that a lot, but uh, I mean He doesn't turn the bell I mean on it. for everyone. Turn that thing on. Turn that thing on. Uh, but uh, anyways, hope you guys enjoyed. We will be back in a couple weeks with Mikey Dubs, and you guys will hear John Macri with Joey the Tooth next week. But until then, y'all take care, and we'll see you soon. Sometimes love, sometimes hurts, sometimes love.